Hey guys, happy Sunday. Today is a great day. I am in sunny, rainy <laughs> San Diego. And if you don't know where that's at, that is a Southern California city close to Mexico. And I am here with my family, enjoying time. Um, you know, just getting to spend that that quality time that I don't get too often with all of my family. My abuelito, my grandfather, who is 94 years old, his wife, um, aunts, uncles, cousins, and my parents, my sister, so many different people in my family, but I get to spend time with a lot of them. And so I'm enjoying today. And I have a fun, easy uh, lesson that a lot of people I notice like to hear the difference between American English and British English. So this time I have the different oh, idioms from America and idioms from Britain. There are so many similarities in idioms that Americans say and that British people say. And so I want to go over some that are similar and some that are not so similar. And you can choose which one that you prefer to use. All right, so starting with some things that are similar. Um, British people would say spanner in the works. In America, we would say a wrench or a monkey wrench. So it's not something that's good. It's something that's difficult, a monkey wrench. A British people would say a know-all about a person who, who thinks that they know everything. In America, we would say a know-it-all, know-it-all, so that extra word. Um, now, we would say, in well, in Britain, they would say a fuss pot. In America, we would say a fuss budget. <laughs> I've never heard either of those, so that's a weird one. Um, there are so many different things that uh, when... A British person says, and as Americans, when we hear that, we think, hmm, that's similar to what we say, maybe just a word off or a little different. And then when we hear some other idioms, then we think, oh, this is very different. I don't understand this at all. It doesn't make sense. Some funny ones that are very different um, would be that for us in America, a small conversation or a chat, we would call it chit-chat. Like, oh, it was nice chit-chatting with you. A British person would call it a chin-wag. A chin-wag. I've never even heard of that. That is so funny. I would never guess that it was something to do with speaking or talking to someone. Um, if a British person says, I've got the hump, in America, um, several things could be going through our minds, but nothing of what it really means. So in, in you know, the UK, when they say, I've got the hump, it means that they are mildly annoyed or that they are upset. Here in the US, if we say we're upset, we would say, I'm mad or I'm ticked off. I'm ticked off is a form, informal way to say I'm mad. 
Like, oh, you ticked me off. Not you've given me the hump. <laughs> that's just that that's just a really funny one. So I'm ticked off would be something that we would say. When um when we are surprised or when we can't think of something to say, we would say we're at a loss for words. We're shocked, we're blown away, um, we're speechless. And in the UK, they are gobsmacked. They're gobsmacked. That's very interesting, gobsmacked. I may actually start using that because it's very interesting and kind of funny. Um, We would say cheers when we want to wish someone good health or congratulate someone on an accomplishment. We would say cheers. But in the UK, they say cheers to say thank you. Americans, we just say thank you. There are just so many differences between the U.S. and the U.K. other than just crossing the pond, as we say, um, because it's the Atlantic Ocean. But um, yeah, you can use some of these. Choose which ones you like, American versus British idioms, and try using them in a daily conversation and see what kind of reactions you get. And depending on who you talk to, they may stare at you. Or they may laugh because maybe they understand what you're trying to say. But those are the differences between American and British idioms. Have a great day, guys. If you find these podcasts episodes to be of any help to you, please share with your friends and family who are trying to learn English. You can also reach me and follow me at Learning English with Sarah on Instagram. Hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for following me.